Hi everyone, welcome back to Kindergarten Kept Simple, the podcast where we talk about all things early learning. My name is Mariah, and today we're going to be talking about the method of teaching that completely changed the game when it came to teaching in kindergarten for me. Before I started this, I was feeling super burnt out. Every single day, I felt like I was scrambling in the morning, not sure what I was going to do, and planning was taking me forever. I was spending all weekend long looking up new centers on Pinterest, going to the dollar store, prepping them in front of the TV. And I kind of thought this was normal because this is what social media was making me think was normal at the time. And then I decided this was really just not sustainable for me. I wanted to be able to do other things. I wanted to be able to enjoy other things and other interests in my life. And that meant that I needed to create some sort of system that was going to allow me to be a lot more effective in my planning. And also I knew that in my limited time of teaching at that point, I knew that routines were the key. Routines were helping us manage our behavior at school. Routines were making my life so much easier and my students lives so much easier so i sat down and i tried to figure out like what this meant what this was going to look like for me and i settled on weekly workshops and what this allowed me to create was an extremely consistent system and an extremely reliable routine that i would use week after week to see incredible results and growth with my students but also to just decrease my workload significantly And that's what we're going to talk about today. So really the why behind using this sort of strategy of weekly workshops. And what I mean by that is that every single day of the week, you are going to assign a particular topic, a particular workshop to that day. And that workshop will always fall on that day. You're going to develop a routine within this workshop style of teaching that's going to be consistent no matter what the topic is. And eventually it'll become second nature and your littles are your littles are just going to thrive with that feeling of safety, knowing what to expect, understanding the expectations and understanding the flow completely. Of course, it's going to require some time for this to become second nature and you're going to have to go over the expectations over and over again. Even when they think they know them, you're going to review them because reviewing expectations never hurts and helps keeps everyone consistent. But eventually this is going to become such second nature that they're just going to flow through the day, whether you're there or not. So the reason it's so effective is that cyclical planning really helps our littles know what to expect and just by the nature of it creates strong routines in itself but it also helps us create very strong boundaries and expectations that they then completely understand and becomes second nature to them so in addition to all of these perks that just create a more reliable learning environment it also makes our planning so much easier because instead of having a completely open day and schedule where you know, you can do whatever you want, that can be a little bit daunting. And you have so many ideas floating around that it can kind of be, it can kind of freeze you up. So instead of that, you just know, okay, today is Monday. I am planning for this workshop today. Today is Tuesday. I'm planning for this workshop today. And this is a great thing to have because you can batch your planning. You can plan all of your Monday workshops in a row because they're on the same topic. You can plan all of your Friday workshops all together. You can batch them, make your life so much more effective. When you've gone into the zone of planning for that topic, the ideas flow a lot more consistently. You're not jumping in and out and trying to look up new ideas. You can just sit down, get a bunch done at once, and then call it a day. It's also great for accountability in terms of evaluation because we can directly monitor progress week after week by just comparing the workshops we did from that week to the one before to the month before. 
you're probably wondering what I mean when I talk about these workshops. What are these topics I'm talking about for each day of the week? Well, over the years, what I have found to be the most effective, what I have found to be the most intuitive in terms of planning and using up time is this schedule. So Monday is always writing and I call it writer's workshop. I know everyone has kind of different opinions on what writer's workshop means. I call it writer's workshop because in this whole methodology that I like to use of workshop style teaching, that's just how it lines up. <laughs> so Monday is always writing. Tuesday, we do math. Wednesday, we do STEM, whether it's science, something technology, something engineering, something math. Thursday, we do fine or gross motor, and those will alternate throughout the month. And on Friday, we always end with art. And within this, of course, there's other routines that are going on every single day, like mindfulness, which I always do at the end of the day after our quiet independent play. And if you haven't heard me talk about quiet independent play yet, I'll put a link to my free guide that I have written all about how to implement this period of 10 to 20 minutes of silent independent play at the end of the day. It's absolutely amazing. Everyone's calm. Everyone's engaged. It's a pocket of peace in your day. So I'll link that for you in the in the show notes so you can grab that guide. And of course, there's other things like repeated read-alouds, things that we're doing every single day within, within our schedule, outdoor education and all that. But these workshops just become another really consistent part of our schedule that we rotate through every single week. So at the top of this episode, I mentioned that we want to keep the routine within our workshop style teaching as consistent as possible. And this means that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, within our workshop schedule itself, we're going to follow the same sort of process. So for me, what this looked like was we would start our day with outdoor education. We'd come inside, unpack our bags, meet on the carpet, and we would do a quick morning meeting. This morning meeting was sometimes a morning slide, sometimes it was song, sometimes it was just asking how it's going, things like that. If you notice this is a tricky transition, you can have library books on the carpet while you're waiting for everyone to come in, but it was always the exact same every single day. Once everyone was there, we'd had our quick meeting, then I would go into the whole group instruction of the day, which was maybe 10 minutes, which was what our topic workshop was. After that, they would go do their 10 minutes of independent work with a timer up, and then they would move into play. So no matter what the topic of our workshop was, whether it was writing, math, science, art, we always followed that same structure. And this made it so that they knew exactly what to do. There was no asking, okay, what do I do next? Where do, where do I put my paper? Where do I sit? Everyone knew what to do. And it made having a guest teacher super easy too, because I would just have my day plan already written out. It was the same for every day. And I would just swap out that one little section of the whole group instruction. So next, I'm going to go into detail about what, how I actually teach each of those workshops so that if you're looking to create this sort of routine, this sort of reliable system for yourself, maybe what I did will work for you too. So on Mondays, we always did writing. And what I would do was set up the tables in advance before we went outside for outdoor learning. Like I mentioned, every day we would start outside for outdoor learning. So before I went out to meet the kids, I would completely set up for our workshop. So what that looked like is we had a little pencil holder in the middle and I would put name tags out around all the table spots so that they would know where to go and also to help them learn how to write their names. And um, then they would have a writing page all set out. So that's all set up before the day even begins. Then they come in, they come for our circle morning meeting. And then I'm going to talk explicitly about the vocabulary on that page for our whole group instruction that day. So usually I would project it onto the board. We would go over any new vocabulary. I would model how to complete the, the page for them. And I had two versions of it depending on their level. So we would go through both versions and I would explicitly model 
reading the words, writing down my completed sentence, drawing a picture, coloring it in, all of that, writing my name, everything I needed to do for this to be a success, I would model it to them. You might think this gets boring week after week, but really they thrive with that sort of repetition and that opportunity to share what they know and that opportunity to learn in this highly predictable environment. So the expectations for our writing is always, you know, start with the pencil, write your name, (laughs) then you write down your words, and then you can color it in. If you're done early, you can draw on the back because we would have a 10 minute timer up and they had to write for that whole 10 minutes. At the end, I would take a picture if their work showed growth or it was their best work and they were really proud of it and store it on Google Keep because I have done so many strategies for keeping track of paperwork over the years and eventually I just decided that there was no point in me keeping it and it was much more effective to just keep a photograph evidence of work that showed growth and then to send the rest home that day. Now, Tuesdays is our math workshop day and math can be stressful for some people to think about planning. And I totally get that. But my advice for you is just don't stress about it. Keep it simple. Some of my favorite things to do for our math talks would be, you know, talking about a specific number, show me on your fingers, show me with objects, maybe going through different patterning things, talking about solids, just a nice conversation, a simple lesson that we're going to do all together on the carpet after our morning meeting. And then again, we go into that independent practice part where sometimes I have some sort of sheet for them to fill out. Sometimes there's a math bin for them to play with. Sometimes there's a task around the room for them to go and do. But there is always some sort of independent practice piece for, again, that 10-minute timer where they're going to be working independently or in a group of two or three, and I'm able to circulate, check in, and see what's going on. Wednesday, we have STEM, and this is the most open-ended of the days, and I put it on Wednesday because I know that sometimes it can be daunting to convince yourself to do a science demo with your class, and it feels like there's so many materials and there's so much setup, and it's kind of annoying, but the way I like to structure it is that I force myself to do one science demo per month, one Wednesday, that's it. The other ones don't need to be that intense. They could be a building challenge. It could be a roll and draw. You could watch a video and have a chart paper discussion about it. There's all sorts of different things that we can do, but I would always challenge myself to do one formal science demo a week. A week, no, definitely not a week, a month, sorry. (laughs) Definitely manageable to do one a month. And again, for this workshop, we followed the exact same format of coming in for morning meeting, doing the demo, doing the discussion, showing the video, whatever it might be for the whole group instruction lead-in of the day, the intro, and then they would go and they would do the independent work portion. So sometimes that would be, again, writing in their observation journal, whatever they saw in the demo, maybe completing a paper if it was a building challenge or something like that. They have some sort of independent practice time that they're going to use to consolidate their learning that I'm going to use for evaluation and that they're going to use to build all sorts of skills. And if you haven't listened to my episode on worksheets in kindergarten and you're having some reservations about this, I would encourage you to go listen to that. So I'll link that in the show notes for you as well. Thursday alternates between fine and gross motor, like I mentioned. And I like this to be a kind of play it by ear day where we read the room and the energy and then decide what direction we're going to take that day's workshop. Is today going to be a gross motor day where we need to do some yoga, play follow, follow the leader, play four corners, practice balancing, play a cooperative game? Do you need something like that where we're up and moving around? 
Or are we going to be working on something from our bins, from our fine motor bins? We're going to be pulling things out and using tracing and practicing letters or cutting with scissors or what? So this one I like to alternate and just have a bunch of ideas kind of in my back pocket so that depending on the vibe of the class that day, we can move forward from that. But again, we're keeping that exact same routine. We come in from outdoor learning, we do our morning meeting, and in that morning, after that morning meeting for the introduction, I'm explaining what we're doing that day. I'm introing the activity, and this one's shorter, right? Like our science one, our math, these are obviously going to be longer for that whole group instruction piece, but the time, the length that we're spending in each of these sections is not as important as the fact that it happens, that the routine is the same, that the order of events is the same. So even if on Tuesdays you spend 10 to 15 minutes doing your math lesson, and then on Thursday we're just introing for two to three minutes, that's okay. It's still the same flow of coming to the carpet, listening to the educator, and then moving into that independent practice piece. And Fridays we always do art. The best day of the week, the best way to end the week. I love doing art workshop on a Friday. And I like to do one kind of open art per month where I give an inspiration and then I let them explore materials freely and create whatever they want. But the rest of the time, I like to have more structured art lessons, usually in the form of directed line drawings where I will, you know, draw a circle and everyone else draws a circle. We make this really fun by between each step, putting our pencil on our forehead like a unicorn or a a narwhal and waiting for everyone to be ready. And it's a great chance to check in with listening skills, with different specialized vocabulary, especially if you're teaching in French. And it's a really fun time, especially at the end when they are so proud of their result. Because when they've been following step by step, it often results in art that is significantly more recognizable than other things they've produced. And they're really, really proud of that. So this schedule of writing on Monday, math on Tuesday, STEM on Wednesday, fine slash gross motor on Thursdays and art on Fridays was just the greatest change I have ever found in my teaching career. And once I started it, I didn't stop. And I just kept that same method year after year. And no matter what class I worked with, it maintained the same level of efficacy in terms of teaching and planning and also really helped reduce my burnout as well. Because again, I knew exactly what was coming. I knew exactly what to do each day of the week. There was no more decision fatigue. I already knew. The kids already knew. My team already knew. It was so predictable and great. So if this sounds appealing to you and you're excited to start a workshop style teaching approach, I'm inviting you to join my flagship program, which is called Kinder Planned. And the beauty of this program is that I started it based on this exact teaching method. And the program includes all of the planning for these workshops I mentioned, writing, math, STEM, fine gross motor, and art for every single day of the month. And when you sign up, you get access to all 10 months of the year right away. And you can just jump in whenever you're ready. You start doing the workshops and I have planned them out for you. Every single one comes with a simple, easy to follow lesson plan and any printables that go with it. People are absolutely loving the fact that these plans are just done for them and their planning is literally done for the rest of the year. It's checked off. The feedback has been incredible. And I'm so proud of this program because like I said, this was the method that really changed my life as an educator. And I'm so excited to take that a step further and take it off your plate completely. Because when I was doing it for myself, I still had to plan all of those science experiments. I still had to plan all those math lessons. But you don't have to because I did it for you. I literally planned out every single workshop for every day of the week for the entire year. So you just need to show up 
and teach, which is really what we want to do anyway. And there are so many incredible bonuses that come with this program as well. In addition to those lesson plans and printables for every single workshop, there's also bonus math and literacy centers that you can print out and have ready. There's extra learning ideas. Even all your fine motor bins are planned out. The yoga, it's all planned out. I'm telling you, everything is planned out. I'd love to welcome you inside that program. I'll link it for you in the show notes. If you have any questions about it or about workshop style teaching in general, shoot me an email. I'd be happy to tell you more about it. And I actually have two weeks of free plans to give you. So I'll link that for you as well in the show notes. And I can't wait for you to just try this out and see for yourself how amazing this type of teaching is for yourself and for your littles. So until next time, I will sign off, sparkle and shine, and have a lovely week.